What's up, daddies? Today on the program, I'm more excited for this show than any other show we've ever done. Trust you are rocking with the best. We got a stranded guy who survived on Taco Bell sauce. Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, is in the news twice. There's a brawl that breaks out at a crab leg buffet. Former NFL star Pac-Man Jones goes absolutely batshit at a casino. There's a restaurant employee who dips his balls in the salsa. And some idiot kid poisons his dad with tranquilizers that are meant for cows. Believe there is so much more. Live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Move, Daddy! Yeah, we're making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rockin' a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Rippin' heaters and chuggin' paps. Now he lied with no clasp. Blowin' shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. B Dubs, what's up, man? Nothing. Living that healthy lifestyle. Getting real healthy. I'm back on um, uh, body game. You're trying to get in shape. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm just uh, again. I'm, I'm trying once again to get back in shape. <laughs> um, it's it'll last maybe. I've, I've, I started it yesterday. Yeah, and Gabrielle was like, "Body game." If you if if you if you're not familiar, I'll remind you is uh, my fatness pal. Yeah, my fatness pal. App. Gabrielle was like, I went with her to a mommy burger for happy hour and like she had a little mini slider and I was like, I can't have it. I've been on a diet about 25 minutes. <laughs> and so it's lasted almost a day so far. So now you're, you're, you're turning down sliders. It turned down a half a slider mm-hmm. and instead got chicken wrap, like a little salad wrap. Cause you're counting, you're counting your, your, your points. You're yeah. counting your calories. Mm-hmm. Last night, um, I had Taco Tuesday, as I always do with Melissa. Yeah, you do. And Melissa couldn't have two soft shell tortillas. She could only have one taco to start with a soft shell. Oh, because she's doing the fatness pal? Yeah, and then the next uh, round, she just took a bowl and threw a bunch of taco meat and some a little bit of Catalina dressing and the lettuce and the cheese. It's it's, it's those carbs, man. And then she wanted one Girl Scout cookie, like... Mm -hmm. Because she loves them, she has a huge stockpile. Yeah, and instead she had a piece of nicotine gum, just oh just God. for something sweet. Oh boy, yeah, I get it. It's like that's the um, that's you shut that door. We get a little oh. echo. Yeah, yeah. You if got we it. don't um, yeah. if we don't shut this uh, you got it, man. Second door, you got man. It. Uh, yeah. It's slight, but uh, my sensitive ears when I listen to it back for editing, sure, I get real steamed. Okay, uh, yeah. So so anyway, I'm, I'm on that healthy lifestyle kick. It's great. It'll last, it's only because I was on tour in North Carolina and uh, I ate Jimmy John's six times. <laughs> six. Six Jimmy John's sandwiches. I was there Thursday through Sunday and 
the club there is the Raleigh Improv. It's like a half hour outside Raleigh. It's at the Durham Airport. I fucked up by not renting a car. There was nothing around at all besides this place called Frankie's Fun Park, which I jogged to. It's three hey, miles Frankie's away. Frankie's Fun Park sounds like it's got it going on. It was fucking dope as shit. They got go-karts? They got go-karts. They got batting cages. Well, those are all the they things the, you need. It was amazing. They got but video games, of course. I went there twice. Okay, that's I did go there twice, and I had a fantastic time there. Yeah, instead of sitting in your hotel room watching TV. I jogged to Frankie. It's a six-mile six round trip. Dave Waite showed up, came with me for a little bit. Oh, was, Dave Waite's such a good dude, man. If you're not dude. familiar with the comedy of Dave Waite, do yourself a favor. If you're so a listener fun. to this program, Dave Waite is up your fucking alley. 100%. With vengeance. And the, the shows were fun, and the club was great, but... The uh, places to eat around the hotel were lacking, and you know we love a Jimmy John's. Sure. So I'm like, well, if I'm we fucking, we talk about it all the time. Like, if I could have a Jimmy John sandwich every day for lunch, if someone would just bring me one, here's your lunch, sir. I had one. F- I would eat it. I had it for lunch and dinner three days in a row. Did you get like the giant and then eat halves? Yes. Or did you just? I did the giant lunch. I did the halves. Halves lunch worked out. Frankie's Fun Zone six mile jog. Other half dinner. Turkey, bread, cheese, mayo. That's all you need. Fantastic. Now, then, did, like, did you get a turkey Tom beers every time, at the though. club? But after that, what? Did you get a turkey Tom every time? I switched. Whoa. Four turkey Toms. Big announcement. Four turkey Toms. Then you got burnt out. <laughs> I got burnt out on the turkey Tom. And then, so, and then I got one turkey Tom so, and a, a tuna. So Tuna's I, good. It was good. You know what the secret of Jimmy John's tuna is? Uh uh-uh. uh. There is a secret. What is it? Why it's so good and why people act like some people really it's love really it. It's really tuna y. It's not too mayo y. They put a dash of soy sauce in it. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Of, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a little Jimmy John's fact. Here's, you know, I'll do it at home now. I just put just a drop because it adds that umami and, and mm-hmm. you think, you think that it might be a little bit weird. No, just don't go overboard. Don't right. make your tuna fish like brown looking. Just a little droppy drop. Here, here's the thing. I, I made steaks two nights ago. Gabrielle had me do this. Never done this. Put soy, sta- soy sauce mm-hmm. on the steak before yeah. you grill it. Yeah. And use that for your seasoning, and you bring out more umami. I didn't know this. I was like, I don't know. I don't, I've never done this, and I did it. Fantastic. Yeah. It, it gets like that little bit of caramelization. Really good. The top of the steak starts to yeah. get like a, that orangish brown hue Puffs going up. to it. Puffs puff. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I did it. I soy liked sauce. It. It's the condiment of the future. I loved it. So, <laughs> no yeah. one's ever discovered it before. Mm-mm. Either way. Either way, last only plug. I'm in Bloomington, Indiana tonight through Saturday. Come to the shows. Comedy Attic, best club in America. For real. That is wild. That that when you say today, it's tomorrow. Because we I tape get, on Wednesday. I got to get on a plane in like fucking 12 hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a rainy day. There ain't shit going on here. No, I know, but I got to get up at four in the morning. That's what sucks. That's not ideal. Yeah. And I got home Monday at like fucking noon and I fly out there. Tra- being a stand-up comic seems more fun than it is. Yeah. I don't even know if it seems fun. <laughs> yeah, that is that while you're on stage, that's fun. That's fun. You, Everything else around that hour is pure yeah. hell. And then the second show is not even fun because you just did it. You're like, why weren't you at their first show? Unless it's sold out, then it's dope. Right. Okay. Brooks, uh, we have had... Another string of deaths. Oh yeah, Luke Perry passed away. Which I'm at like fifty two. I, I can't handle this. Yeah, you like Luke Luke Perry for me. Like I watched every It'd be single. Like Mark, Mark Paul Gossler for me. Yeah. Okay. Luke Perry, and only fifty two years old, had a massive stroke, passed away. I watched every single episode of Nine Hundred Two and O when it was on live. It started in nineteen. 90 and it wrapped in 2000 
So really? I, yeah, ten years, and I watched them all live. That was until two thousand. Yeah, didn't I? Didn't have like DVRs or anything. I had no idea that show was on when I was almost in high school. On forever, and I loved it so much. Like the it starts to ramp up and get dark because they go through high school. And then, you know, they're in college, they go off into the world, people get into some fucked up shit, like Luke Perry gets into some dark shit, and Luke Perry's dating, I believe, a mobster's daughter, who's played by Rebecca Gayhart, who is, oh, what a, man, that chick was fine as fuck, and um, the mobster doesn't like Luke Perry dating her, and they're in his Porsche. Because he's a bad boy. And... Yeah, and she's driving his car. She's driving the Porsche, and two hitmen show up with machine guns, load the car up, and the guy kills his own daughter, and then that guy commits suicide. It's a spoiler, but it's a fucking... If you haven't seen it, (laughs) I don't think you're going to be mad at me. That's... Wow. And then he also does... Have you seen Eight Seconds, where he plays a bull rider? I love Eight Seconds. Eight Seconds was great. I had an Eight Seconds poster in my room. Yeah. Because the poster was so dope. That was like when he was he what? was hot and he's like, oh, he's in a movie. And then he did a movie called Wait, what was a, a, nor- a Normal Life with um, Ashley Judd. And Ashley Judd is my number one crush, arguably, over Amy Sedaris uh, for my whole lifetime. And it was like a real dark. You like, can't uh, say kill- Amy. You might run into Amy Sedaris. I know, but I, okay. I, I would tell her that. <laughs> okay. well, don't. Well, um, all right. But eight seconds. What was the name of that bull? It was a real bull. Correct. It's a real story. The guy's named Lane. Yeah, uh, Lane something. But but the bull, the bull was a real bull that nobody could ride. Right. I can't think of its name. I remember loving that movie out of VHS. Yeah, like like. When, that's when you're too little to know the actors in a movie. You just like a movie. Sure. You Especially I mean? for you, you must have been very very young. Uh, yeah, and I just thought it was rad as fuck. Yeah. R.I.P. Luke Perry, man. What a cool fucking guy. And I think there was like a sex scene in that movie that I was always like, yeah. Yes, there's a sex scene in that, and I believe there's some some heavy sex and nudity in um in a, a in normal life. And it's like Luke Perry was like a cool guy. I'm Luke, not mad at it. Luke Perry's cool as fuck. That's a bummer. I remember a cowboy the cowboy way with like it had um uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. I remember he puts like. I thought it was the funniest thing ever when I got it, when he puts his cowboy hat over his dick because he's like cheating on somebody's wife. Oh, like, it's so funny. He's like, put your hands up. He puts his hands up and the, the cowboy hat stays there because yeah. I was like, oh, he's got a he's got a woody. It's a, it's a yeah. perfect boner joke. It's, perfect it's like, like for a joke. kid. It's something you it could was, see with your dad and it's not was weird. Like, ah, I get it. I get his it. His wiener's hard. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. my God. Also, good. another sad loss, King Kong Bundy. I, yeah, I know. 61 years old. Yeah, well, I mean, rest, pro wrestlers have the the life expectancy of a goddamn coal miner in the 1890s. That's a pretty pretty good um, run for yeah, a pro wrestler, for, especially for a for guy. King Kong Bundy. <laughs> especially, we're not talking about Ray Mysterio Jr. here. We're not talking about Mister Fitness. For yeah, a guy whose whole gimmick was that he was obese. Yeah, <laughs> old old fucking King Hippo. Yeah, he always confused me because I read all. You know all the Spider-Man comic books, and he looked exactly like Kingpin. He was yeah. like a real-life Kingpin. Mm-hmm. So that guy was scary. Like King Kong Bundy looked terrifying. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, also, and not a huge fan, but um, uh, one of my favorite uh, Power Groove songs I've ever uh, I've ever uh, presented on the show um, is a Prodigy song that's a remix, but still, uh, Kevin Flint, who was the guy with the side mohawks from Prodigy, mm-hmm. passed away. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just, uh, and, and these are all like, they kind of fit. That's three Brooks. 
Sure. I mean, but you, I don't believe in this three thing. People die all the time and you just decide to add up. Celebrity. When do you it's start? A, it's a celebrity three. Okay. Brody doesn't count. Kev, my Brody grandpa, Bro- Brody, my grandpa, Brody, Tom. Brody and Kev, um, very, uh, they're, they're not like nationally known as much as a Luke Perry, but they are of the same sure. grouping. And that's what I wonder. And then my grandpa, Tom. And then, I don't know if you know, Tom was doing the alt scene in Jeff City, Missouri. He was a pretty big comic. Grandpa Tom is yeah. also, uh, that's an extension of you, Brooks, would sure. bring him into the comedy yeah, scene. All right. So yeah. I'll count that as two and a half. <laughs> It's two and a half. Uh, all right. Um, I was at the roost on Wait, Monday. Are, are we doing my thing? Are we, oh, are not, we yet. Doing, not, oh yet. not even yet. I, okay. I got a lot of opening banter. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, gnarly Zach. I was having beers with him on Monday and we were talking friend about of the podcast. About a very good friend. One of the correspondents. Yeah. Um, he was, we were talking about prodigy and uh, Gene Simmons. And you guys might want to look this up if you want to be horrified. Gene Simmons does a cover of the song Firestarter. Oh, my. And there's a video for it. What about when fucking... It is the worst thing. I had to have him turn it off. It's the worst video. Is it worse than when Metallica covered Prince in Minneapolis? Yes, it is worse. It is worse because it's Gene Simmons getting into like like rap rock was popular. So Gene Simmons has got like a fedora on and he's, he's trying to do this like... With makeup? No, no makeup. If, if the makeup was on, it might have been kind of chill, but no. Okay. No, not chill. Uh, I have one more thing I want to get off my chest. Uh, Pete Davidson uh, of SNL. I'm staying out of this uh, You one. can stay out of this, Brooks. Uh, making out with Kate Beckinsale in primo seats at a Ranger game. Ah, oh, boy. I used to go to those. I know. I used to go to all the Rangers games with my uh, ex fiance when I was living in New York, and I was on that program. Those are the best seats ever. I saw the Rangers win their win the conference, going to the Stanley Cup in those seats. With I my remember. Ex. It I was remember. You so told me fun. about it. I yeah. was so fucking jealous. I was like, Brooks getting paid. Brooks getting the VIP. Treatment. It was dope. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but he's tongue fucking Kate Beckinsale yeah, at a Ranger game. I was there. I. Uh, this is all I will say. I, Pete's way more famous than me or I'll ever, ever, ever be. But even when I was in those seats as a non-famous young comic with my fiance, I knew don't just fucking make out because this there's you're surrounded by we're like there's tons of um NFL players sitting around us uh-huh. like everybody from the Giants is sitting around us. I'm like, hey, man, just like enjoy this fucking game. Like. So now I'm thinking about it. I was like, you know what you're doing when you do that. Oh, yeah. And it's not even like regular makeout. It is Top Gun, take my breath away, fucking like just tongue kissing, like porno actors. Just like just the tongue. The lips are touching. You know what? I'll defend Pete because he's young and that's definitely just to fuck you at his ex-girlfriend. It absolutely is. So I get it. You know what? Power move. Power move. Good on Pete. It is a power move. Power move. Good on Pete. It's a power move, but also don't ask me to feel bad for you because you got the saddies when your tongue fucking cake back and says mouth at a fucking ranger game. Power move, man. That's great. You know what? I I don't want to hear any more sad Pete. And I understand I'm I am very in touch and, and sensitive to mental illness and depression, but that kind of display makes me never be able to feel bad for you again. No, so. you never have to feel bad for Pete. Pete's got Pete's got a real cush. SNL is very, very, very hard, especially if you have mental problems. For it sure. fucking it gave it gave me mental problems. I could I couldn't do it, it after was, what you've told me. Like so I would brutal. I would crush. But I would Pete, be just crushed as Pete a human is being. a really nice guy. 
I've known him since we did our first ever. Um, we did uh, Adam Devine's house party together when he was uh, 18 or 19. Yeah. And I, I, we stole beers out of this fridge that they were like, wait, wait, wait. He, like, where did you get those beers? And we're like, we just took them. And they're like, those aren't, we're like renting this house. You took the house's beers. Well, take those out of the house. Yeah. Either way, I like Pete. He's a nice guy. Um, I can't imagine being that famous. So what yeah. are you going to do? And tongue fucking Kate Beckinsale at a fucking Ranger game in primo seats. Yeah. I mean, TV. if here's, here's the other thing. If you're, if you're like, I don't, I hate fame. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Which Pete's like, I hate being famous. I hate paparazzi. Dave. But don't do that then. And he's a young kid. He's a rich 25-year-old. I'm just saying. I would do I a think lot he's of a really nice, if I was rich and 25. He's a real nice guy. Don't do that if you don't want to be famous. Yeah. I, I love Pete. I, I don't know him. I'll take your word that he's a good dude. He is. He's but really boy, good. Boy, that just really, it was like you were, you were saddy around town all day uh, for fucking ever because you'd. Because I get it, man. Your other you got, hot girlfriend dumped you, and no, now yeah, you're... I get it, man. I get being sad, dude. I, I'm, I got Pete's back always. He's, right. he's nice. But, All right. But if you don't want to be famous, don't fucking make out with Kate Beckinsale in sure. front of everybody. Sure. Um. Uh. This was this warmed my heart this week, Brooks. Uh. At the Cubs game on Friday, the during the game on television, they oh, gave they, a tribute they, to Brody Stevens. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it, it look, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it right now. That was like, great. I, I saw can't that. imagine any. That was any, like when Che said, uh, Che ended his Weekend Update seg- segment by saying, I'm Bird Luger as yeah. a reference to Kev. I was like, that was great. That's nice. It's it, it's just like if you were to pass away, God forbid me or you, Brooks, like that's the if I was on if I was on during a Detroit Tigers game mm-hmm. and you, you obviously you'll never know that, but. What what a what, I mean that's in, that's incredible. Sure, it's just incredible. Um, Very I, cool. I do liked it. <laughs> I have a uh, Carl Welzine update. Uh, Carl Welzine has this last week. He you he, made me. I I so I'll just give my two cents on this. I, and I had to explain to uh, Gabrielle who doesn't know what Dad Boner is like that. It used to how I was like it used to be like daily updates of this psycho, and I'm sitting. I had to get up at like. 3 a.m. in North Carolina to get on a plane to come here Monday. And then I'm just on Twitter alone in the airport. And I see that you're tweeting as old Carl. (laughs) And it really warmed my heart (laughs) because I was dying that he ran into his son at a Taco Bell parking lot. It's like a closed Taco Bell. It's very late at night. And I was was on my way to bed. I'm like, no, I got to write this right now. It's making me, I'm by myself, you know. And and whenever, if I start thinking about a Carl story and I start laughing, I'm like, I got to write this down. It was so funny. He runs into his son, Chad. Because I figured out Chad's got to be like 17 by now, maybe 18. I think he's 17. Yeah. And Chad's just hanging out with some dirt bags in a Taco Bell parking lot because him and the guy he's been crashing with, Snowman, which I know means had some beef, which I know means he's a Coke dealer. He's a Coke dealer. (laughs) They got in some beef with the landlord. So Carl trying to be a good dad, like he flips him 40 bones. That's, yeah. what, that's what being a good dad is to Carl. And then he goes on a rant about how he's pissed off at his wife because she's allowed these children to be raised so poorly. Yeah. And he's glad he wasn't around to have to see their demise. He's so, yeah. He's like, he's, yeah, he goes, my kids are street rats. What does he call them? Street rats. Yeah, he calls I go, I go, he goes, my kids are street rats. Glad I wasn't around to see it happen. While Carl, a middle-aged man, <laughs> is also hanging out in a Taco Bell parking lot in the middle of the night. And never explains why. Yeah. He somehow just sweeps that under the rug. That's All right. right, let's get into it. It's time for trying to do my thing. Okay. Uh, Brooks, I, 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 think I, fe- 
I felt guilty about this. I felt guilty, but I got the pretzel pizza. What? I got the pretzel pizza. Yeah, well, well, you, dude, you got to bring the pretzel pizza over here. I still, but it wouldn't be good for body game. No, it's probably the absolute worst thing you could have. How was eat. it? How was it? It was very, very good. Oh, boy. It, it was very good. I went to uh, Jared Logan and Kara Klink's uh, baby shower at, um, at Bar Bandini on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Very, but they had open bar. An open bar at Bar Bandini? Yeah, they had like four selections. You get like this really nice sparkling white, which I was down with, a cloudy IPA, and uh, and a uh, Kolsch beer. I believe there was a red wine You can drop also. a hundred bucks on five drinks there. No, and they were, and Bar Bandini, um, Josh, Josh Weinstein, Owns and our it. buddy Josh Hannes, who works there. Works there. Um, like, they were nice enough, I'm sure, to cut them a deal. And then, you know, Jared and his wife were lovely enough. Like, we're going to have a baby shower. They're in tune. They know most people don't want to just go to a baby shower. So they gave us open bar. Yeah. And I didn't know it was going to be open bar. That's fun. So super, super exciting. We get kind of tore up, and then we walk down to the Holloway. Melissa, um, uh, uh, Emily, Potman, and uh, Georgia Hardstark. And we have a couple in Holloway. And then I start looking out the window, and I'm like, Oh shit! There it is. It's time. So, did you take a hot and ready in an Uber? Yes. Oh gosh! So <laughs> you stunk it, up an Uber. It gets worse, Brooks. Oh no! Okay. I go in. I leave the bar a little early, and I order the pizza. You know, mm-hmm. make sure it's coming. And I turn around to Georgia, and I said, "Georgia, you want some crazy bread?" And she's like, "No." I start to walk out the door. I go, "Are you sure you don't want hot crazy bread after we've been drinking all day?" She's like, "I don't think so." I go, this is your last chance. She goes, okay. Yeah. So then Melissa and her come over and meet me. Um, Georgia ends up getting another pizza on top of the crazy bread that I that I, I got for. So you guys have and two pizzas. We're going into the the lift. I have I'm I, I've I just had some whiskey that um that uh so you're Andre Dubouche purchased for me. You're at the, loud. The bar. I'm not bad, but I'm you know it's early. It's like six thirty. Oh boy! I've only been, you know, I've been sipping beers for like sure, four sure, hours. Sure, sure, sure. But then you're also carrying in garlic bread. I'm carrying two crazy breads, two pizzas, and two. You know, come the crazy bread comes with those big marinara sauces, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get into the lift. Oh no! And I'm like, someone's got to open the door for me. No one's paying. You know, and I, I tilt both giant marinara sauces. No, slide off. No, no, no. Hit the ground, and it was dark out. But I'm guessing the side of that. That white, like Mazda or whatever we got into, got a little red bird bath. <laughs> what a bummer, too, because those are great marinara. I had to leave the one on the ground. I brought the other one home on top of the box. Yeah. When it landed on the ground, the whole bottom busted out, but I didn't notice. So oh, the marinara, no. half of it dripped out onto the box. Oh, boy. It's all over the place. We get home into the apartment. Melissa. Goes to open the marinara sauce and it's half empty and she picks it up and she goes, what the fuck? What the fuck? This is fucking broken. So she scrapes out what's left into another cup and still consumes it because it was pretty safe. But wow, what a disaster. And I, uh, I considered that uh, karma for not having the, the pretzel pizza. From Little Caesars with you, Brooks. That so is see, karma. Good. See what happened? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we would have had it fresh. We would have had it. It would have been delicious. <laughs> we would have had it fresh and delicious. It's, it happens. Now, and then after that, um, the pool in my complex closes at, at uh, at, it's supposed to be 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. but they locked the gates at 10 for some reason. So we all climbed the fucking fence with plastic 
cups of wine because it's still it's still pool time. Yeah, and you guys are still on spring break. You're still new there. Yeah, and we we drank all day and ate all that pizza. What's better mm. to do than to go into the pool, heated pool, in the hot tub? I'm with you, man. Look, man, I'm not. You get no. We get, get no bu- pushback we, on me. We get busted like we're fucking thirteen year old pool hoppers. Oh the my night, gosh. The night security guy comes over. He's like, "What are you doing?" And he wasn't even cool about he's it. Like, He's like, he was cool when, when he finally figured out that he was pinched because he locked the door early, probably out of laziness so he wouldn't have to go back. Oh, okay. So after a little bit of conversation, and, but then at the end, he did try to get me. He goes, wait, what is that? Is that glass? Uh, and it was a plastic. I go, no, I squeal, I squoze it. I was like, this is a plastic tumbler, man. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I was a little freaked out. I'm like shit like they're pretty serious around here if i got i'm like brooks i'm coming back oh god we're no, coming man. back i'd be like my healthy my healthy lifestyle <laughs> oh, um well that's that sounds like a that sounds like a real saturday yeah that uh, sounds fun as heck that was, that was a great day uh great day. cool yeah i mean i've already explained doing my thing i think it was just i was in fucking raleigh i went to the frankie's fun zone i thought i left my i got to the airport on thursday to fly to raleigh and uh, hopped out of the car and I was wearing a hoodie. I never wear my hoodie. Mm-hmm. And uh, thought I left my phone in the Uber. It leaves. And I'm, it's at LAX. Yeah. I fucking sprint down. I'm sprinting down the road trying to catch the car. Because at the like, airport. Inst- at the airport. That, that looks cool. That looks totally chill to well, the security. Because also I'm there <laughs> Thursday. Man just Thursday night, sprinting Friday, like a maniac. All day Thursday. All day Friday. All day Saturday. All day Sunday. Get back Monday. That's a long time to not have your phone. You were there so long, Brooke. So long. I when you told me you're doing four nights in four Raleigh? nights, six shows, like three thousand five hundred tickets is fucking nuts. And it was it was just like bananas. And I'm sh- I should be paid so much more. Is all I realized. Because uh, I, I would like for that sort of thing. I want like I need twenty thousand dollars yeah. to do this because no, it it's going to take that amount of toll on my body. Either way, so the the Uber driver leaves. I'm like. Where the, where the fuck? Like I, I'm like going through my head. I'm like fuck. I go rip through all my bags. Did I put it in any of my bags? No. And then I kind of am shaking a little bit because early in the morning, and I'm realizing like I'm gonna have to email Gabrielle to be like, can you call my phone? It's in this Uber. Can you go get it? This is a nightmare for her, you know. And then uh, some kid just comes up. He's like, hey, are you Brooks? And I'm like, yeah, man. Not right now. <laughs> I was like, I just lost my phone. He just saw. I was like, uh, and he was literally like, "Well, um, do you want to log into your Uber through my phone?" I was like, "Oh my god, yes, thanks." And I'm like shaking. Oh yeah, because I'm like, you're also my nerves are fried. You're it's early, and and you do get you're shaky, Jake. Right away. And uh, so then I log into my Uber on his, and then it's like, oh, we're sending a pin to your phone to make sure that this is right. And I'm like, God damn it! And then my fucking phone buzzes in my pocket. Shut yeah. up! <laughs> I just had it in my hoodie pocket the whole time. Brooks. Yeah, and then no. the kid was just so. And this kid, <laughs> no. from that kid's point of view, he's like, Brooks Whelan's a wreck, and he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but six fifteen in the morning, yeah. you're you're already at the airport at that time. Yeah, no one feels good. You no. could be the healthiest motherfucker in the world. I'd want to kill myself at six fifteen yeah. at the airport. It was brutal, man. All right. <laughs> man. Yeah. So oh, that was my was, thing. My thing was, I guess, just hanging out. Can you out. imagine how awful, like, your trip home would have been with no phone? Like, you get to the airport, like, uh, uh, what do I do? It was, <laughs> what do dude. I do? I, send out a you, carrier pigeon to get yeah, a lift home? I, I was like, I don't know how to handle this. It, it was, yeah. We would have had to get a taxi and then some, and had him take oh you to God, a, a fucking an ATM. Taxi, and a dr- fucking taxi. Just, 
pluck out. I've had that too. Like, have you ever not had cash before Lyft and Uber, and you'd have yes. to take have to they'd take you to the ATM, well, and you'd pull out like ninety dollars, and it feels so much worse when it's cash, and it's just yeah, here. dude. I used when I first moved to New York. The first time I got to New York, I let somebody intercept me out of the taxi line. I was like, yo, you want a ride? I can give you a ride. I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. I hate this line. And then you get in some dude's fucking car, and they don't have credit card machines. And he's like, yo, it's going to be like 100 bucks." And I was like, well, I don't have fucking... I, don't. <laughs> like, I didn't know this wasn't a taxi. I'm an idiot. So if you ever visit New York City, take a real taxi. Right or no, you don't you know you don't even need to do that anymore. This is pre Uber. Just fucking Uber. You can also just walk. No, you can't part. from to J from JFK. <laughs> JFK is an hour away. <laughs> it's in Jamaica Queens. People in New York walk from JFK. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I won't even ride my bike there. I ride my bike so far. I'm sure there's plenty of crazies. Once a you know they they go back to their street home and they walk to fucking you can, the, JFK. The, the goddamn MTA is not friendly to get to JFK. I'll tell you that no, right now. It's, it's terrifying. Sucks. That, yeah. that gap in between is is just this gray, terrifying Gotham City. Like, this is where Batman works. One time I took the MTA out to Rockaway Beach with my ex-fiance, uh, who, who, who remains nameless but sucks very much. And uh, she got all stony baloney out there with one of her fucking dumb shit friends. <laughs> stony baloney? She got all high as fuck with one of her other weak, lame Instagram pals. <laughs> and, uh, and then we're riding back at like 3 in the morning. That's a, it's, a, it's a scary ride through Queens. Yeah, and she's high as fuck and just passes out immediately on my shoulder. Oh, and I'm God. just like, yo, we kind of need our wits together right now. And I was very nervous. And then a, and then a fucking guy got on. Uh, who was headed to a, a, a Star Wars theme or coming home from a Star Wars theme party and he yeah. had a lightsaber and I was like, oh, we're fine. This guy's going to get mugged for sure before us. Uh-huh. And then I felt safer. Yeah. Don't pass out on the fucking... Uh, don't Do, don't mean, pass out on the subway. You're, you're fucked. Yeah. That's how you just... You wake up and all your shit's gone. Yeah. Jermaine Fowler had a bit about how he passed out on the subway with a laptop on his... Uh, like holding a laptop and he woke up and it was still there and he's like, that's when I knew God was real. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I paraphrased, but it was very funny. I used to, when I lived there, I, uh, I, I, at first time I, I lived on 96 and Lex and sometimes I would pass out on the train on the way and then wake up in Harlem and, you, then, and then I'd have to like at like three in the morning yeah. and I'd have to go back and, it, and you'd have to wait like 20 minutes for another train and you're so fucking tired and yeah. now you're hung over because mm-hmm. it's gotten later. Or the other way, when I lived in Brooklyn, I would accidentally go all the way to Coney Island sometimes. Oh, no. Yeah. Wake, wake up at the end of the line in Coney Island. Mm. It's 4 a.m. now, 5 a.m., and you've got to be at work at 9? No, thanks. <laughs> You're fucked yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. It's, that's, that city's fun, though. I should let everyone know that this may be cut into two episodes. Because, sure. Well, well, who knows? We'll see. We'll do it if we do it. It, 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 very, it very well may happen, and it'll just be a seamless cut, and uh, I'll tell you when that's going to happen. But we got to move because we got such great shit to talk about. Right. It's time for some power moves you can use. Oregon Man survives five days eating taco sauce packets while stranded in snowbound SUV. I heard about this. An Oregon man and his dog stranded in the snow for five days survived by eating taco sauce and starting the SUV's engine occasionally to stay warm. Uh, He's driving his Toyota 4Runner on February 24th when it got stuck in the snow 
And uh, the guy's just fucking like, fuck it. I'll just uh, crash here for the night. He wakes up. The snow's way worse. They try to hike out, but the snow's too deep and they return to the vehicle. So Jeremy stayed warm over the next four days by periodically starting his vehicle and used a few taco sauce packets he had as food. On Saturday, Taylor responded to a comment about the taco sauce packets on Facebook. Taco Bell fire sauce saves lives. That's an, what a, is, what, what a you, beautiful quote. Did you, do you know that they gave him a, f- a free year of Taco Bell? I did not know that. Yeah, Taco Bell gave this dude a free year of Taco Bell. I didn't see that update. Yeah, update. Free year of Taco Bell to this dude. He rules. Brooks, if you and I, if it had to be stranded in the snow for two days in a car, Ugh. but you get free Taco Bell for a year? Ooh. It's me and you, Brooks. We can hang out, chit-chat. We're not going to get a lot. I'm going to, I'm going to, you will be in such a bad mood and yeah, I will there, be trying to cheer you up. I don't think, it, no, no, there's nothing it. for me to be in a bad mood about. We just sit there. You can't make any messes in the car. Uh, I don't, I mean, a year of Taco Bell is like a thousand dollars. Let's say I, I let's, so basically you're saying, would you sit in a car for two days for a thousand dollars? I bet and I could answer, spend more than a grand. The answer is I kind of do that by stand up comedy. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I would. When I worked, at Cutie Pie Baby in New York City. Which is so funny. The IRS garnished my wages. Oh, no. For two weeks. <laughs> and that's sad. And living in New York, like, you're check to check. The mm. money you have is the money that's coming to you. You're down to, like, 10 bucks or something, and you need that Friday check. Sometimes you got to gut through Thursday. But uh, I didn't pay taxes by accident for a couple of years, and the IRS started to just take my whole check. <laughs> So I go through the stages <laughs> of taking my change bowl and I cash in all the quarters first. You know, I buy booze and cigarettes and yeah. bananas and whatever with the quarters. Then I go to the dimes. Then I go to the nickels. Then the pennies are gone. Oh boy. And uh, Vince Averill, bless his heart, one of the kindest men that I've ever met, would buy me uh, like Subway sandwich or something every day. He knew I was hurting and my mm. pride wouldn't ask for it. I was just living on bananas and such. And he'd, he'd be like, all right, Big Burnsy, you know it's going to be okay, man. You know, here you go. Get you a nice sandwich and like, oh, make sure you have a couple beers. You can get me back later, man. Oh, my gosh. But at one point, I remember eating. I had Taco Bell packets and saltines that I'd gotten from soups in my desk drawer of my, uh, of my design station. Oh, boy. And I was eating for like two days I was eating saltines with Taco Bell sauce on top of it so in a sense I've survived yeah, as you well get a free on, year of Taco Bell. Taco Bell you should get a free year let's do it Brooks it's, I, it's time to talk about our best friend oh my pillow my pillow CEO says Trump was chosen by God to run for president and I'm gonna break my political rule because this is not about Trump this is about the my pillow Mike my crack pillow, who we who we just love so much. I love my crack pillow. My pillow CEO Mike Lindell declared that God had chosen President Trump to run against Hillary Clinton at the Conservative Political Action Conference on Thursday. They let him talk. They he l- talked into a microphone. <laughs> they, they, oh, Brooks! Uh, they let him uh, talk. Oh boy, let him run wild. They let him talk. As a focus piece in front of a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. In a speech. He gave a speech, Brooks. My crack pillow guy. In a speech to the conservative activist conference posted to Twitter by Right Wing Watch. They, and they put this up. <laughs> okay. They, they thought it was actually good. All right. 
Lindell said Trump's victory in November 2016 was a miracle directly caused by divine intervention. Oh, my God. Just political or not, political or not, you know that you know that Donald Trump is is a like maybe you like his politics, but you know that he personally is a bad person. Yes. He he fucking cheats on his wife all the time. Sure. It's just like and if you're like super Christian and you're you can't like him as a person, you can maybe like what he lies and says. But like personally, he's a bad guy. Right. God they, is not choosing no. him. That dude, my child, I wish you to lead the free world. And we've talked about, I we like talk about this on the show all the time. Like we understand why some people, because of their religious beliefs, have to support the Republican yes, Party. But yes. there's no fucking way that you could actually you're think not Donald me, Trump is a good person. You're not telling me Trump. There's that Trump or if smart. He, if he, Trump <laughs> knocks somebody up, he'd immediately be like, "Well, we got to get that fixed." You know, he a hundred percent would get an abortion. God answered our prayers, our millions of prayers, and gave us grace. And a miracle happened on November eighth, twenty sixteen. Lindell continued, "We were given a second chance and." Time granted to get our country back on track with our conservative values and getting people saved in Jesus's name, because that's what Donald Trump does. <laughs> yeah, he really brings people together. That dude, if there's one guy who believes in the, in the Catholic Church and Christianity <laughs> and all definitely, the goodness of the Lord, definitely name, knows the words to the Our Father. <laughs> it is DT. No fucking way that piece of shit knows the words to the Our Father. No. no God damn way. Uh-uh, man. He doesn't know the words to the national anthem. Do you think he knows the Hail Mary or the Glory Be? Jesus. Dude, oh, Fuck s- no. speaking of which, I, so I went to my grandpa's funeral, which was, you know, super hyper-Catholic funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, real sn- real snooze fest compared to Kevin's funeral, which was like a Jamaican, more of like a, you know, Christian Jamaican funeral. Sure. I got to say, if you're going to a funeral, mate, go to a Christian Jamaican funeral it's goddamn fun as shit. All right, for it it's being a, a celebration funeral, of it's life, it's so fun. It's sad. It's funny. It's wonderful. That Catholic funeral, man, that was just a real uh, bummer. Uh, uh, just a real bummer. Uh, a bummer, man. Dun, dun, dun. That's what uh, the entirety of the Catholic mass is just. Um, yeah, but, dun, dun, but I tell you what, you get in and out Catholic mass. Oh yeah, y- you know what you're getting. You're getting oh, yeah. in out fifty minutes. Boom. Right. You know why? Because Catholics don't want to fucking be there because it's boring as shit. Yeah, yeah, it is so boring. At a funeral where it's a celebration of life as opposed to... I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, I'm just saying. People want to stay. My grandpa's Catholic funeral was boring, but then afterwards... Burns, you'll get then this. you go out, you have some Af- drinks and some brunch. No, or afterwards something. we did the whole, you know, you know, you got the church re- recreational basement. Oh yeah, like where the fish fries sm- are. It's got that smell. It's got the smell. They had like you know, like everything's a, like the walls are like this mint green. Yeah, color. it's real There's weird. Card tables everywhere. So many cards. So many card tables. Bingo and, chips on the floor. And then like you know, just a fucking super delicious, like kind of little you know local buffet. People bringing yeah. casseroles. Potluck. It Potluck, was man. So. That was so dope. Funeral potlucks are the bomb. Yeah, just I'm talking about Catholic church basements where you get the fish fries. Fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Those and KFCs. KFCs, oh. uh, Knights of Columbus, very, uh, very, very Catholic. Knights very, of Columbus, K of C's. I was thought you were talking about KFCs. KFCs. Like, the fuck are you talking about? My parents are both very, very big into the KFCs, and they go every week. They're members. They're guess how much beers are there, Brooks? A, a dollar. One dollar. Yeah. I, and I bet they're, oh man. And this. you go in, you buy a ticket from the lady at the card table. You buy the tickets, yes. And then 
it's for either you can either pick hot dog, cheeseburger, or hamburger for for hamburger night. And then you get this lovely cheeseburger oh, man. and fries, and so it's like dope. three or four dollars. And then they have fish fry. They Dude. go they go every Friday. Yes, it's awesome. Lynn starts today. Yeah. My oh da- man. My dad works at them. My dad is in charge of baked potatoes. Dude. <laughs> so my dad tells me, Yep, I go in there and you know, some guys on fries and they put the pieces of fish on there. And then people ask, you want fries or baked potato? If they want baked potato, I put it on the tray. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's my dad's level of cooking. But bless his heart, it makes I him mean, happy. Dude, so dope. Hanging out with the old guys. And then at the end, and then in between, all the old guys, like, they get to sip those beers. No dude, one, because they're old guys and they can. Midwest prices, man. I went out with all my cousins in uh, Jefferson City, Missouri. We went to this bar. We all got food. We all got drinks. Gabrielle's there. We're like, and then we, you know, the check comes. Like my head, we dropped eight hundred dollars. Like easy. I was like, this might be a thousand dollar check. Uh-huh. Like we were drinking whiskey. And so many. It was uh, like two sixty split, like eight ways. It's insane. I was like, what? This was like. It cost me like fucking 60 We bucks. were here all day. It was awesome. I had 12 Sierra Nevadas. Yeah, it was crazy. I had, not just that, I also had like a really great meal. Lindell, who founded his company after recovering from a cocaine and alcohol addiction, became a... Crack. Public- <laughs> I know, they crack got it wrong. They, cocaine. Well, don't, crack cocaine. Don't, crack. Don't, don't. <laughs> Gu- don't don't, af- don't don't gussy it up by saying he had a coke don't, problem. Don't offend, he had a crack cocaine problem. Don't offend problem. cocaine users <laughs> yeah. by saying he had a cocaine problem. No, that guy did crack. Somewhere there's some dude listening to this be like, man, I got a coke problem. It's on Saturdays. <laughs> I'm not a crackhead, motherfucker. <laughs> he became a public supporter of Trump during the 2016 campaign following a meeting with then candidate with the then candidate in New York. During Thursday's remarks, however, Lindell said he was on board far before that meeting. I will now bring you back to the summer of 2015, Lindell told the crowd. I should work on a Mike Lindell voice, according to the Washington Times. I see Donald Trump coming down from an escalator and announcing he is running for president. For me, it was a divine and miraculous moment. I felt something miraculous was about to unfold. And then I wanted some crack, but I didn't smoke it. He didn't say that, but you know he's thinking about it. Lindell previously attended a White House event on opioid addiction last fall and stated in interviews that he hires employees with histories of drug addiction like himself. That's actually cool. That's that's rad. He gives people second chances. It is rad, but I don't know if openly you should talk about, say that your company... That makes hires employees with histories of drug addiction. Well, I mean, it, like it would be cool if he, you know, hired ex-cons because that's tough for those people Absolutely. to get a job. I'm I'm so pro hiring ex-convicts. I, I am, uh, but you you can't deny the humor of that fucking statement. I like it if they've done some crack. There's I'm like some, be- some stockholder, some uh, some investor in the company is. I don't think it's a public company, public owned, but is like, uh, you do what? That's like yeah. Harvey Weinstein getting you, out of jail what? and being like, I just want to work with Spacey. I want to. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. From here on out, it's me. Miramax only hires ex grabby guys. Yeah, it's me, Kevin Spacey. Fucking, I don't know who else has done it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot, probably everybody. A, a lot of them. It's 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 so many that you can't even fucking keep tabs on them. They're fucking <laughs> sick fucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I won't. A comedian last night had a really good joke about how he. Uh, you know what? I can't even tell it because he's really. It, Patton Oswald has a really. If you great, don't think you can tell it, maybe no, I'm not going to tell it. Patton Oswald just had a really great take on everything. I was like, oh, there's a reason he's one of the best, well, yeah. most famous comedians because he's so good. In general, Patton Oswald, 
usually has a really great take. I did. Everything. I did. I had a joke bomb so hard last night at the Virgil that the, literally the only person laughing was Pat Oswald, and I just go, "It's never good when the only laugh you hear is Pat Oswald's." Mm, like, yeah, that, but it's also like he liked it. No, it means that like he's like, I can't believe he's trying this. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's back of the room. It stuff. saved. It saved the. It saved the set. Uh, it saved that. that joke at least because yeah. then people are like, "Oh, if Pat likes it, well, then I, what am I missing out on?" Right. I'm like nothing. It was a fucking half-ass bad joke. All right, sorry. Go ahead. There's a second story of, about Mike uh, of our friend Mike. Okay. Police called to check on cardboard cutout of my pillow CEO. This is from Jordan, Minnesota. Police officers in Jordan, Minnesota were called to check on the welfare of a man standing motionless out in the cold, oh, wearing is- no coat and hugging a pillow. <laughs> That's great. When the officers arrived, they found the man was actually a cardboard cutout of my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell. The, those cardboard cutouts sure can look real from a distance. And the caller certainly was not wanting to get too close, thinking that this is a deranged person standing outside in the cold, <laughs> wow. hugging a pillow. Well, it wow. was a deranged person. Uh, the Jordan police shared in a Facebook post. Always better to call the police. Lindell himself shared the post calling it unreal. I love that they saw that crazy-faced maniac and just assumed that's a deranged person. That's so funny. That guy looks fucking crazy. I, actually, I'm not helping, but I'll call the police. I, I like every I like whose ever uh, house this is. We used to have a John Cena cutout. This isn't a house. It's just outside on the street. Someone like left this cardboard oh, cutout out. Man, I, I love cardboard cutouts. But this, uh, the, if you're just going to throw that away. You have crazy. a Dean Ambrose. Oh, I threw it away. Oh, you son of a bitch. You threw that away? Yeah. I Man, I can't Dean. have that in my new house. It's got to live somewhere. We're going to give that to somebody. I threw away my Dean Ambrose cutout. Oh, I know, I know. I, I would have, like, personally taken that over to Matt McCarthy's, like, uh, like his his movie garage or whatever he hangs out in. Yeah. Grace Helbig gives the best presence of any person I've ever Completely met Completely worthless, life. exciting things. That's the best kind of presence. Grace Helbig is an amazing, amazing present giver. And a really nice lady. Moving on. Yes, she is. Very, very nice lady. Yeah. I, I love I love Grace. Grace is, Grace is a great person. She's so dope. Two arrested in Alabama buffet brawl over crab legs. I get this. I get all this. This is, we talk about crab leg buffets probably more than any other podcast in the United States. I have. Unless someone has just I, a crab leg. I have about fucking five minutes on show. Red Lobster right now. <laughs> I did it last night. Yes. Huntsville, Alabama. About how I love crab legs. Yes. The, I, one of the jokes is, because we grew up in the Midwest, if you asked me how much I thought crab legs cost based on my father's behavior, I'd say $65,000. <laughs> He's never allowed it. Snow crab legs. Which is uh, not true. He's uh, allowed it. Arguably my favorite food. So good. Dipping. Just dipping. I don't even eat the sides. I have it. For, I don't eat any of that shit. Just the crab legs. We had it for, uh, it's so fun. We had it for Christmas and we're just like fucking king crab legs. You just, you just spend a little on it. You got that pile of shells afterwards. Mm, So fun. Alabama police say a dispute over crab legs at a dinner buffet ended in a brawl that left two people facing misdemeanor charges. I get it, man. Huntsville police officer Gerald Johnson says he was eating at the Meteor Buffet restaurant when the fight broke out. The Meteor Buffet. That sounds awesome. I like that. Johnson tells, uh, uh, WHNT TV that diners were using service tongs like fencing swords. 
Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine this? Uh, <laughs> oh, You're just man. like at a restaurant and you see two people slamming at each other. It's so funny. Swords and plates were shattering and a woman was beating a man. Oh, that's great. Like, like you know, they got the, the stacks of the plates. Those are getting tossed around. Yeah. This woman's beating the shit out of this dude. Johnson says diners had been waiting in line for crab legs for more than 10 minutes and they lost their tempers once the food came out. Oh, it's like a fucking, it, what, what, it's like wasps on fucking, I don't like on a, I don't, you know what? 10 I minutes? Forget my reference. 10 minutes? That's, they couldn't wait 10 minutes? But then when it gets, when it drops, you got to get in there. You got to get the fucking good ones. You got to get the craw, <laughs> you got to get those fucking claws. The station reports Chiquita Jenkins is charged with assaulting John Chapman, who suffered a cut on his head. Chapman is charged with disorderly conduct. Court records aren't available to show whether either person has a lawyer. This is, yeah, I doubt they do, dude. You know, I used to try to talk about how... <laughs> and if you see the two people, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's an elderly white man, and it's, a, it's a, in a, like an early middle-aged uh, African-American woman. You like black lady? No, I, I say African-American. I, mean, I, like well, I, like, I like to hear my own voice. You're weird. My point is, is that, like... Any sort of like like diversity in the fight. If it was just two like white like two trash old dudes, white guys, that's it's, hilarious. It's pretty funny. But but if a it's an old white guy and a black lady, that's funnier. That maybe don't communicate well. That's so funny because of cultural differences. I love it. It's very great. And she eventually gets the betterment of him, and she's got him. On she the wins. Love in, it. In, they have mug shots. The mug shots will go on the on on Power Moves podcast Instagram. And this guy's got a split open top of his head from Ooh, where she was beating him good. with tongs. Oh, I love it. Oh, fuck. What a psycho. Both of them are psycho. Burn. He should have walked away. She should have walked away. If sure. you guys wanted to engage, um, you fuck. it's your do, fucking fault, do man. You ever, do you ever eat the white hunk, that back hunk on the, goop, the crab? The soft goop? like the yeah. In, On the back of the crab leg? Yeah, yeah I'll eat it. Oh, I used to try to toss. talk about how like you know you're real poor if you're like, that's where the good meat is. Like, oh, like the meat part? Yeah, absolutely. Ugh, no thanks, man. I'm I'm I, sticking to the fucking. Muscle. Oh no, that's like when you get canned crab meat, like good canned crab meat. That's where it all comes from. Oh, all right, okay. That's why when you get like a can, maybe of that's crab, why the joke never worked. Maybe I was wrong. Like, let's say you get like a eighteen dollar uh, thing of crab because you want to make a crab dip or a salad or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all of that because, and you notice like when you open those, there's no red tint or anything. It's all just the white flake. Dude, speaking of too expensive shit. Uh, we, we were making old fashions. Now that I'm an adult, now that you're not in the house and I'm not in the house, I can have alcohol and booze here because we just feed off each other. So we had a no booze right. policy. Right. So now that it's you're gone, I have whiskey here. Sure. Because um, I don't have to worry about it getting gobbled up at four in the morning uh, while you're on one of your <laughs> deciding to watch. Like Saturday night. I'm yeah. going to watch Roadhouse again. Yeah, exactly. Out of beer. What's this? So we got Brown stuff, juice. Yeah, we got stuff to make old fashions. I, those cherries, we got the expensive cherries. Yeah, twenty five dollars. Oh, those little ones, the little, the little dark good Manhattan cherries. Yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, this is fucking nuts. Nah, I ain't doing that. Red, yeah, we the red well, ones are just fine for me. Thanks. Me too. Me too. But Gabs was like, no, we got to do this. And then when the lady, we just checked out with like you know like the cherries and some bitters and and oranges. That's all we got. And when it was like thirty five dollars, the checkout lady was like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> This is ridiculous. That is, I am going to split the show right here. So, uh, when you want to hear the rest of the show, for lack of a better way for me to explain it, you're going to want to listen to 
epi- uh, part two. Well, why don't you just make this one Patreon? Because I want everyone to be able to hear right. this. Well, I don't have a ton of time. Well, Brooks, we got some more stories. You have time. I know you do. Okay, but I, I got to go for it. We'll be back for part two in just a moment.